Okay, so to put in one Lifneiver that fits in with Shleshem Yem Kedemachag before we begin this tshuva, the tshuva is uploaded for those listening. It's a two page tshuva, Svan Hogus, page Shinnun Aleph. And the Shleshem Yem Kedemachag, the Chavadas has a tshuva where he talks about, it's really a tshuva Lifneiver, happens to be about matzah shira, egg matzahs and the like. So he discusses, according to Svartim, it's Mutter, Ashkenazim, it's Lasser. Talks about a store owner, your average guy with a makolet or evergreen or wherever you happen to be selling it. And you have it on the shelf and people come to buy it. You have to stop being bedek. Uh, it says, point out to him, it says in all the boxes in Yiddish. I hope they've translated it to English by now. It's only for Zakanim and for Chalim and for Ketanim. I'm not convinced it's for Katanim today. Because Katanim then meant they were Chalim's dad, nothing to eat. People have plenty, plenty what to eat. What? People should carve them. You know, make sure that they're over uh, 71. Ah, got to be over 101 for that, Heter. And Shadows, they have to check. And who has time to check? Especially when they have self checkout, which was a different with neighbor Shadows. We're talking about from people who aren't stealing. So. He has all tshuva, and he basically says, uh, there was a nice recap on what we spoke about a few months ago. He says, if it's Chad uh, Avadanar, which is not posh that it is, or Raji Yosef happens to have a tshuva in Yibi Emer, where he goes with the Bishayinim, that if it's a choice between this year doing it versus another year doing it, some of the other with the Reisa, it's not Chad Avadanar because, well, they can get it down the block. If by getting it down the block, it's by another year, there's going to be ever left neighbor, then it's considered Trevadanar, and it's the Reisa. Mind, we mentioned that four months ago, and it's going to come up again in Eitz It's very common with the other option of that dress shop that's selling not such sneezing stuff. Is that well, they get it down the block in Ramallah. Well, if they're not going shopping in Ramallah, the other people selling it are hidden, if that's the case. Back when the truth was written, that was the case. Now they can order from wherever. So it's still an Issa Deresa. But even if it's Chadav Danara and it's only Durabanam, they could get it. Somebody else is still Messiah. So why don't you have to check it out? So he says, you don't have to check it out because you have a Taliyah. It's an Issa Durabanam. There's a head to the bite, even for Ashkenazim. Guy looks like an Ashkenazi. Well, maybe he's a Sfardi. He's just uh, lighter. How do you know he's uh, an Ashkenazi? Maybe he's a Sfardi. And even if it's an Ashkenazi, maybe he has elderly parents, grandparents, and um, who need it. Or maybe there's a Chayla. So basically, you have a Talia. Talia happens to be a very wide range of machlek is how much of a chance you need for that Talia. And the heter to use Matzashir today for health purposes has really been condensed. How healthy can chocolate covered egg matzahs be? It's, who would need that for their health? <laughs> So, it sounds like, what do you need today? It used to be, it was hard to chew, they didn't have teeth, they have dentures, today they're getting implants, it, it's, I'm not saying it's not Nagaya, but it's, the heter is less available to have egg matzahs, and the chocolate-covered egg matzahs, I suppose, once upon a time was a heter for kids who had bad appetites, maybe that's even more Nagaya now than the elderly people, and you can't get a teeth, the mother standing over there, like a good Jewish mother, eat! And they got it. The only thing is chocolate covered egg matzahs. Okay, maybe. I wouldn't necessarily try it at home because there's so much nash on the market. If you eat Kabrucks, you could buy bagels, pizza, pizza bagels, and all sorts of whether that's proper ashkafli or different schmooze. But Lamaisa, it's 
it's still a tulia. Vajayasev says he can't say it's also, especially if it's Chadavadanara, they get it somewhere else, which I'm pointing out, he happens to hold if the other proprietor is also a Yid. It wouldn't be Chadavadanara unless you have the tulia, but you have the tulia. So for anybody who was uh, giving this stuff away to their relatives and you think there might be an application that would be okay, if anybody's selling it, if you own a store, then you still have that tulia. It's a more wide-ranging shayla because can you have a store that sells things with Hashem that you wouldn't eat, but that we covered as a separate part of the sugya where he has a heter and I don't think he has here. I know he has a heter. I just don't know if he's the guy who has the heter. It's a different shayla, you understand? Here, he, he's being made like a shita and a hold of. Here, I agree with Ramah says for chaylem and katanam, if they have a din, a chaylem, or they have lousy appetites, it would be mutter. So, we'll have more time to discuss that, I'm sure. But Pesach, let's go to the truth in front of you. Is This is our last marmokom, although it's a very, very involved and heavy truva. You'll see it cuts across many things that are naged today, more so than ever before in our free society. And it has to do with our relationship with uh, the Gayim and the obligation or Isser or somewhere in between of talking religion with them and trying to teach them Zion mitzvahs and joining them to have discussions and religious activities which you probably know by now, we don't do and we try very hard not to do and interfaith discussions is never a good idea, sometimes very usher, as you'll see from this shuva, and always has fallout afterwards. We'll cooperate on initiatives that are for society that we need and they need, and if it happens to also be a din, Zionist is okay, and we'll get back to that as an example of what we've been discussing in the and our stance, our public stance on Hapalas Uber and the like, where if we don't say something, it might be a chilash, and people might think the Jewish stance really is that everything's mutter, which it's not. And it can also affect Yidin in this country if they keep muttering things state by state. That's another reason to say something. That's not what he's going to be focused on. You'll see that right away from the Shaila. So, Part of this Shuvah is going to be Reinagea to Lifna issues. Part of the Shuvah is going to be giving them Shusim meaning good advice to bad people, which has been our subtopic of the subtopics. So let's go to page one. Truvis von Hagas is Simon Shin Yud Zayim. And look at the Shailah. Is it mutter? Is it a good idea? Shall we be proactive? Now keep in mind, there are X amount of dollars in any community budget, the organizational budget for Kirov. So Chaira, he doesn't even make this point because it's, Push it. I guess you need the truth to be written because otherwise you can argue, well, Kirov is Kirov and they're not keeping Zion mitzvahs, so maybe we should make them and spend some of our Kirov dollars on that. You'll see by the end of the Truva, the answer is it's not a very, very good idea and probably else, but even without this Truva, if you have X amount of dollars, X amount of time, X amount of resources, well, Chaira, we have to do Kirov and charity begins at home and we should spend it on ourselves. I mentioned that. This is not to knock anybody, of course, but I'm just bavarning. I think he is. I don't know who he wrote this truva to, but somebody might think of asking in the middle of this discussion, aren't there organizations that do spend time and resources on it? So if you think of asking that, don't ask that because let's see the truva and I will show you, obviously, there is another opinion on the matter, but 
if you're wondering why that wasn't our mahalach and why we don't see that being done and encouraged, this shuva is pretty definitive on why not. And I'm just introducing something that doesn't spell out, but it's it jumps off the page after you finish with the arguments, and that is we only have X amount of dollars, X amount of time and resources. And even if there were no problems associated with it, if you're peeling off a dollar from a budget that is not unlimited, you're taking away a dollar from the other one, and mechatesi, that's more important, even if you claim it's important and not damaging, it's a chiddush to say that's more important. The reason some uh, helped to do it is because it was tied in with the gula and the Mashiach process, just to give you a backdrop, and we agree on one point, and that is that the Ramam does say, as the Gemara says, when the Mashiach comes and there'll be the gula shlema, not only will the Yidin do tshuva, the Goyim, whoever survives, will do tshuva and they'll talk about Makayim Dezai Mitzvahs. And they'll only be Makayim Dezai Mitzvahs because if they want to be Magaya, we don't accept them at that point because everybody's going to want to be Magaya then because it's going to be obvious. So we don't disagree that that's something in the Gula. The question is, do we have to be proactive to help that along for the Gula process? So Sternbach is of the opinion and Kachwa Minig in most of the world is that it's parv to possibly negative, even though for an individual guy it would be a positive thing if he'd keep more mitzvahs. And we're still not against that. So, did I give enough disclaimers for those who either know exactly what I'm talking about or have no clue or anything in between? Now we can uh, begin. So again, he phrases the Shaila in Mutter. He's going to give the subtitle of that uh, particular Shaila to explain. Apparently this person asked the Shaila and he was already actively engaged. As you see from the end, at least where we're going to stop in the Tshuva, he tells him that you could stop now and you should stop now and just like you're Makabal Schar in the Drisha, you can Makabal Schar in the Prisha. So that's pretty courageous. The person was asking midstream, I guess, as he was doing it, there was some pushback. People said, you're sure this is good for the Jews? Are you sure you should be doing it? And, and he asked the Shiloh, which is fine, which is wonderful, courageous. Let's take this piece by piece because it's pretty caustic. I say that in a positive way that... Uh, Baruch Hashem, we live in a free society. I can give this year. We can give it online. We hope the people listening will understand it, not misquote it, not send it to the wrong places. That's my fourth disclaimer. And he will refer heavily to the censors because he's going to quote the parts that were censored because uh, he feels that nowadays we can, and we certainly hope that's the case. Let's talk about Americans, South Africans, and then we like this Shuva or the Goyim who are in Yisrael, which are either Muslim and more of a chance if they would put down their guns and get rid of the Ritzicha, which is the Zionists, which we hope they do like in a minute from now or an hour from yesterday. Lamaisa, monotheistic, it is. That's not a time on them. There's no Avodah uh, If they would uh, clamp down on Geneva and on Ritzicha then that would be wonderful. And then the ultimate archive them to teach them they would claim they're lying, but they would claim to keep the Zionists. Here the problem in the Sugi with the Nazarus is is it a Vodazar? So we've covered a number of times, but each time we cover it I add another piece of information. You can see over here he takes a very strong stance on Chitas Rambam. Rambam says Bafarish, as we'll review in a moment, 
It's about Azara, period. End of discussion. No matter what form. Certainly the Ram was talking about Catholics. They didn't have the Reformation yet. But he also it's about Azara. If you recall, we spent a lot of time on Rabbi Natam Shita in Sanhedrin. We talked about Shutzvus and then the Ramah. When it comes to Rabbi Natam, many Acharanim learned that the Balitesis held that for them it was Navarazar, for us it's Yehar Vayavar, hence the Crusaders and your great grandparents who might have been Rahman Islam killed for that Yachtus Hashem. They said, except Yashkar, and they got killed. They got killed after they had your great great grandmother, or else you wouldn't be here. But they're willing to get killed. So there's no Shaila. And everybody, I have to repeat that every time because every time somebody asks me about this who hasn't been to Shear and hear, the, hear this point a few times, they say, well, isn't there a Shita that holds not Avodah Zar? That Shita, if it exists, is only for them, not for us. Shema Hashem Echad. Echad means one, not three. Can't get that math wrong. Ramam holds for them as Avodah Zar. Also, same Chi Misa. The Ramam, Rabbi Natam, is a machlekes. Many Acharonim say for them it's not. It's not great, but it's wrong, but it's not Avodazar. And Nebihida strongly argues and says that that's not what Rabbi Natam meant. That's not what the Ramam meant. How, that make, how, how could it be for them, not for us? Yes. Because we have another Pasuk. We have many Pesukim Machomish by Avodazar. And we have one Pasuk, Shema Yisrael, Shema Ken, Shema Chod. And the unique aspect of the Pasuk Shema Yisrael, it's Shema Yisrael. It could be argued that's a special because for Yidin that not only can't you bow down to idols and be actively involved in Razar, you can't even believe in any part thereof of dividing up Hashem Yisbarach, that's called Shutzvus. Again, it's very hard to understand. I, a little bit having to share in this, and that's why we go a little deeper each time, it's a lot to understand. You have to know what they're thinking. And the problem is, you can't really find out because they don't know what they're thinking. It's a very difficult thing to investigate. Yes, a scientist, yes, a doctor, what's the medicine? He can explain to you what he's talking about. They can't, because it doesn't make any sense, it's all made up. And you ask a different one, there's a different sect in each thing. So explain to me, he says, if, and that's why this argument is be very forceful. He obviously holds Dover Pasha and the Rambam, which is Dover Pasha, that it's a Vodazar, for them and for us. And he obviously he can read between the lines in what we're going to cover just tonight, the first half, is that he holds the Rebbe Huda's right in the Ramon Rebbe Tam because he keeps on repeating that it's Zichav even though you know from the Shiram we've given and I know and he knows that aside from the Rebbe Huda, there are Peskachuda, there are Kharnam that say for them it's only Shushfis. But he almost ignores it. Why is that? He's not trying to hide anything. The answer is his personal opinion is the Sugi the Alma is either passed like the Rambam or the snapshot right at the time and then he agrees to the Rambam. That's very important. That's why I say every time we bring this up, I give you another Maramokam. This is an important approach from a contemporary Pesach. And I can understand it because whenever you try to explain it, you say, well, why isn't this pure Velazar for them? They're Makshim HaKosh Baruch Rahman I was going to point out. They say there's a son, and to have a son, you need to... And he's a part of God. He had a goof. How's that not a Velazar? What means Shutzvah? What does the word mean? The answer is they don't know what the word means. So if you hold that Ben Otam held that it was a possible Kulu, Ben Otam understood what it meant. But the, that's why he does argue. He says, So I'm not saying, therefore, that Chita, many Achran hold Ram Ma says there is a Chilu between it. But I'm giving this Hagdamas so you understand where he's coming from. He holds Pashas, we pass like the Ramam. So let me read and we'll quote the Ramams that were not quoted often historically because they were censored out and put back recently. 
So let's start again. He nailed a date in the night from Yeshbez Yisochamer. Shanatzras Gufa Enarak Shittuf Shulakama Peskam Akam Lam Luzer. So he recognizes there are some Peskam that say Shutzvus is Mutter. He doesn't think Natzras is what we should be referring to. That's surprising because Rabbeinotam and all the discussion was they were living in Christian Europe. So if it's not the Christians who were they, he's willing even to concede that there might be a concept of shutvus that's not full yachts Hashem, it's not a vodazar for them. But he says, not Christianity. So then what is it? I don't know, but he doesn't go back to that point. He makes enough points uh, to make it uh, strong that it's a vodazar anyway. Raka emes, sheimak shimen, elokeni is baruch shemoy, em avodazar shalem b'tayar ben rachmal l'islam. Fein l'cha avodazar kamaisoy, ayem bagaz maimedis, soy perikate avodazar huva ba'agro yeredea kuf mem zayim. The Gra brings us down. That's what's very fascinating because if the Gra brings us down, he holds like this. That means he's either arguing on the Ramah or holds a snapshot in the Ramah like the Yudah. That's why it's an important Ramah. And it was censored until recently. Hushmer at Slainim Nea censor. Avabotsas el Makarius Huta Koshainai. Quote, Bakama Makaimis Batamad Hisker Yeshu Vitamidov. The Ain Elohe Hagayim Yeser Memenu. It's a classic example of an Avadazar. The Grah, quoting the Gazmanis. Both of Ashkenazim, by the way. So, sounds like they might, the they wouldn't comment on that because it wasn't in our Grah. <laughs> Everything was censored out. So it's pretty recent that these Makaris are here, which is why I think he's taking such a heavy approach to this side of it. There are various types of groups, various gradations. Again, direct quote from the Rambam. Censor again, all these Rambam existed for 700 years. They were all taken out. So. If you want to see, you'll see clearly the is a Rambam, and the girl seems to go with it. Now, what's the problem? Why is he giving this introduction? The Shaila was, should we train them? Should we teach them? In Zion Mitzvah, should we be proactive? So he says, well, now that we know what they really are in terms of their religion and how insidious it is and it's Avodah Zarah and he's going to quote later from the Chassam Sefer that's worse than Avodah Zarah it's more dangerous because it looks like it's not that's why this tshuva is such an important approach to this whole like, you don't find a tshuva like this there was, this was never asked historically can you imagine a yid in the middle ages asking the Rashba should we be Makar of the night's room we'd be happy if we could stay a thousand miles away and not get killed it would never, it would ridiculous shayla. It would never come up. Just the first time this was Nogea, which is why it's only being addressed here. If we and they say, you know, this is great, and we're interested in keeping the Zion mitzvahs, and we're taking their word for it, and we're holding them on this pedestal, so to speak. Next page. Gertayshev, when we start billing them as, oh, they keep it in the Zion Mitzvah, like a Gertayshev right here, bandied around, Hasidim uh, Mitzvahilam. Rambam says, if they keep Zion Mitzvahs, because Meshra Benu came down from Har Sinai and said that we have tired Mitzvahs and they have seven, not even because Nayak told them. 
They can't even say they have a Messiah from the Alta Zayd the Noach. It has to be because the Kabbalah Sotar, we don't, we don't keep mitzvahs because we have a Messiah from Avamina. We keep mitzvahs because of Kabbalah Sotar. So Rabbi says they have to keep Zion mitzvahs because Moshe Rabbeinu said so from Akash Baruch Hu. And if they don't, the Rambam says they're two girses. You can imagine why they're two girses. <laughs> One's more insulting than the other one, which lends me to believe that, leads me to believe that the other girses is more correct. He says, they keep it because of hechra das, because it makes sense, because it's moral, it's a nice thing to do, not to kill, not to steal. If that's why they keep it, they're only one of their smart people, but they don't get the full schar. And they're not chasidim asayilum. And the other guess is they're not afilu chachameim. <laughs> they're not even so smart. Okay, so I'll let you figure that out, which one, <laughs> which is probably the real one. But they're not chasidim And they wouldn't be getaishev if they're not being makab of the emes. Af shemachzikin, top line. I'm an awesome binatzeres. If they're still keeping their false religion and their claiming to keep the Zion mitzvahs, machshidon asam ki'ilu of their behetas. So we, who are being makariv them to the Zion mitzvahs, are being machshid them that they could now stand to proclaim that, look, we're very from. We're keeping the Zion mitzvahs, even though they're according to the Ramah, of their are mamish, probably according to the Gra, probably, possibly according to the Ramah, and they're certainly not doing the right thing. And we're being machazik that. That's the godless of this approach. Of it. He's pointing out what the downside is. Yes, most people on the street, why not go and teach them Zion mitzvahs? What's the downside? Well, he's developing it, and it's pretty strong, and he has a number of angles here. Bishar Shalafi Din Torah, third line down. The Chiyuve Ben Noach Hemachzikin Eid Bavarazara, according to many shitas. V'Anu Chasasham Neislam Yad. And we're giving a Hesha temple on this. We're giving them as the example, the poster child, as a person is Makayim Zion Mitzvah. The one church I know of in Texas that converted out of the church society and out of Natsrus and became Zion Mitzvah, they, they all converted. They don't have to convert. There's no Chalas Geiris. They're not keeping Tayag Mitzvah. We don't look for Geirim. And they keep, but the pastor over there realized this doesn't make any sense. And he wanted to know what's Ras and Hashem. And he searched and he found it. Probably some others um, in the world, not too many. And they keep Zion Mitzvahs. And when they learn, they learn about Zion Mitzvahs. Wonderful. If they have Shailahs, we can now answer them. You refer to my famous story on TWA, I Love a Shovel. Remember that airline? Uh, from the Free of Dicaderis. So uh, one of the disadvantages of flying TWA is that you often have to sit next to a lot of people who you find out later you don't want to be sitting next to. And I was stuck with this guy, and we stopped in France, of all places, and had a three-hour layover there, and I still couldn't get rid of him. And he spent about 12 hours peppering me with questions. And I had to first verify he wasn't a missionary, because then I'm not answering anything. I'm not even talking to him. And he insisted, pretty credibly so, that he's not, he was actually offended. And he explained to me where he's from, and he says he just likes to read the Bible. He wants to know all about it. And he wanted to stop from Bracious and go to Zeisabracha. And he couldn't understand every time he went past Parshas Nayach, I went back to Parshas Nayach. And believe it or not, you could fill up 12 hours with just Parshas Nayach, just Zion Mitzvahs and their details, which I proceeded to do until I was blue in the face. So I didn't look to help him. I didn't look. I actually had other things to do. But if he's asking, I'm not going to not answer him unless he's a missionary. And he got a very solid review of these Zion Mitzvahs. That's not what he's talking about. 
he's talking about should we make efforts to go and create this oral that they're all when they're still doing the wrong thing by keeping their religion. He says, that is even, I think, he's saying on the side that it's not also for them officially, but if it's also for us, why should we be something that for us is why should we do it? For that? There's no chiv arvis, that's for sure. It doesn't even bother spelling that out. That's portion. There's no chiv arvis, you don't have to spend time and money on this. Shailiz, is it a good thing? Is the answer is in a vacuum? If there were less of errors in the world, yes. But to do this risks giving an extra step on what they're doing. And that's why he thinks it's problematic. Next paragraph. It's better to be silent and not be proactive. And if you have to say something, make them into normal, civilized people. Not to kill, steal. That we want productive members of society. This can get the serious issues of Hanifa. We always like, uh, there's some people are very insecure and they like to say they have all these Umas with their friends. So we like to have friends and there's a certain amount of pol- political action you got to do and it's good for security, but not because they're our friends. They're not our friends. And if you think they are, you might be fooling yourself. And... Um, I think I told the story here once about a very famous um, apicarius who was not a Tinnishanish, but was a Chet Yemartis Arabim. Uh, you probably remember his name. And uh, <laughs> there was a guy who really didn't like him and introduced him at a dinner with a thousand people. And um, he was supposed to be teaching from English to Yiddish because most of the people in the 1940s still spoke Yiddish. Remember this, Mason? I told this other one, no? So the MC said in English, I'd like to introduce. I don't want to use the rabbi because rabbit would be complimentary. Um, but clergy person, and we'll leave out his name because it's irrelevant. And he's not a bad ashpan anybody now, so you don't have to worry about that. And he described him as a great Jew, which he wasn't. He actually was but he described him as a great Jew and even greater American. So the translator had his opportunity and he said over in Yiddish that he's a grosser year and he's even a grosser guy. <laughs> Which is a classic in the annals of American history. <laughs> but that's exactly the type. It was more important for him what FDR thinks of him and his personal relationship than saving 600,000 Hungarian Jews. That's, that's the difference. You have this hunger and this thirst to be accepted at the cost of your Judaism. That's the, that's the problem. And he said, this can quickly, this relationship can get into Hanifa. And they're not being Makabal the Emes completely. It would be Machnev them that they are. And we're going to convince them and tell other people they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. Teaches up what Yiddishkeit is all about. And it has to be yachtus, not multiples thereof, chas v'shalom. Ma lono lahachnes atzmenu afilu kamale neima. 
And this is a reference to the fact that he knows there's a machlekes and what the din is by them. He said, why should we get ourselves even a hairbreadth? Why should we get ourselves involved in a Shiloh propping up and making a false religion for sure and quite possibly Avodah look good that they're keeping Zion Mitzvah? What do we need this headache for? Why should we put ourselves to a matzav like this? This is why historically, which wasn't too often, but even if they had the freedom to really say what they want and reach out to the Umasalim around them, they never got involved. All the Rishonim, we had this a couple of months ago in Shir. We had to figure out what they were saying for the censors. And they were always right. And of course, this refers to the old-fashioned, uncivilized of yesteryear. It doesn't refer to our comrades today. All that was put in for the censors. Which he will document in a moment from Chassam Sefer. He says, if anything, it's more dangerous. He quotes a fascinating Chassam Sefer, recently printed from Chassam Yad. Chassam Sefer, Shanitzas Belondin, Yerdea Chelek Beis, Mixav Yad, Semen Kufiyad Beis. Listen to this uh, quote from the Sam Sefer. Now, Sam Sefer lived to the beginning of Ascola. What I described, that story I told you about, was after a couple hundred years of Ascola, and you see the disaster that it was. But the Sam Sefer saw ahead of time where this is going. It's this tremendous Taivan Yetzirah to blend in with the Ganyan, to be accepted, to be liked by them, to make friends with them, and to be part of their society. And as he describes the society that they're trying to join is more insidious, although it looks better because the Knights are claiming we're monotheistic and we believe in the Zion Mitzvahs. We believe you once were the Amanifchar. Sam Sefer is about to say, that's more dangerous. It's easier to deal with somebody who's a pagan who's in India worshipping uh, cows or in Rome worshipping somebody else a different uh, day, every, every day a different god than something that's whitewashed. The Umas by and large, in the Western world, left their paganism. They were mamis. They, they rejected their paganism. Sort of. Muslims, yes. With other issues. But the Christians, Sam Sefer says, he says, it's more damaging in many ways and more dangerous. The shiny minas, the mashcha. The Gemara says that minas, apikurses, can be dressed up very nicely and pick a few sides of emes here and there. And it's just dripping with fear. You've got to see it and you've got to know about it and be aware of it. And it's meshich more. And therefore, Sam Sefer says it's more dangerous. Their way is trickier and more dangerous. Therefore, if you're giving credence to this and their way of life, and their whole essence, and they've been doing this for a couple thousand years, is to say, we're really the same thing as you. We just change certain things. We can't have any hand in creating a medium where there's common ground in a religious sense. That's the problem with an interfaith issue. And 
there were cases where certain people went, they didn't ask a shayla, and certain people went, and they were tricked into going. It never ends well, because they're looking for one thing. Give us some chashivas and agree with us to give us some credence, and then we could use that to bring some of you guys closer to Rahman Lanu, it's hard to believe, but they claim in a very big way that it's going on as refugees are pouring over the border in the millions. They got little offices set up right by the border to missionize. You wouldn't think in the middle of a war, people are like, this is what they have time for? But there are reports to the Roy that that's what's going on. The answer is they didn't change their agenda. And there are a lot of very unlettered people crossing that border who have been under communism and uh, other things for years, and they don't know Benjamin and Lismoam, and they're in a frenzy, and you reach out to help. The old missionaries in Yushalayim, Shalmaila stories, used to come, Yushalayim, Shalmaila, the Hela over there, 1910, uh, 1898, pick your year, were... Poorer than your average synagogue mouse, and they pamish couldn't put pita to the And the missionaries moved in, and they fed them, and they set up hospitals, and they set up schools. And so this was always their method. It's just the pellets is going on as we speak. Let them do what they want. It's, we can't police the whole world right now. They never got together to seek any common ground. Most of the time, it was never possible. We wouldn't want to live at such a time, but the reason why the Gullus has been so brutal is because it was Hashem's way, together, obviously, like everything else, in from Shemayim, is that it was a hedging against assimilation. And we, Baruch Hashem, live in a very comfortable time if you're sitting in this year. If you're not, there's 60, 70% assimilation. So I'm not going to choose uh, which one at which point in history, what, how Hashem decides. Uh, apparently, we couldn't handle any more of that after the Holocaust. And uh, there's a lot of collateral damage, and there's a lot of great things going on, depending where you're sitting. So that is step one. He, in the next paragraph, gets, we're just going to read a few lines in, and we'll save this for after Yantiv, because the second point is where we left off last night, and that is, even if all this wasn't dangerous, and wasn't giving a Hesher stample, there was no Shaila Khalifa, your Lacholapach is giving them schusim, and that's not a good idea, because if they're unrepentant, then they're still holding of their false chromadeus, you're giving them schusim, and he quotes the famous Sugim Bal Basra and Daf Yud. Again, it's not parv and dangerous. Parv to negative, according to this, is Asr. And very dangerous. Remember, that's the Sugi of taking money from them, taking stalker from them, if they're offering it because you're a Yid, not just as across the board social programs to everybody. And that's just the mitzvah of Staka which is big, if you get them to keep mitzvahs themselves and keep their Zion mitzvahs well, they're going to be generating a lot of schusim. When this schusim run out, their power will break. Therefore, it's not our business to spend time and resources to give them schusim, which will give them more power. 
If we're in charge and we have the power to really force the issue and change the whole world, then wonderful. Time the Gula, that'll be the case. Top line. When their measure gets full of Averis, they will fall. And he says, number one, we don't want to prolong that agony. And number two, he's going to go on to bring a riot from Yena, who was only incorrect because Hashem told him before to go and you can't second guess with Cheshvenes. But Yena didn't want to make Klaiso look bad by having them do tshuva and accept Zayim Mitzvahs when we're not even doing some of them. It's a separate reason that's also dangerous. Ah, but Yena got punished for not going. He says, Yena had a tzivah. We don't have a tzivah to go around. Be care of them. So two very important chilukim. Mitzvah Shem, remind me, we'll take these two points up after Yantif, and again, we hope to have Shir, Shabbos, uh, and Sunday morning, Mitzvah Shem.